What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Big Sauce. Today, we're going to be going over our MLB recap for this past week, talking all things games, home runs, pitchers, who played the best, who we liked the most, and we're just going to be going all over. It's going to be a good time. So we're going to start with the games of the week. First up, we got Luke. Luke, why don't you explain yours? All right, so my pick is the um, Marlins and the Mets game <clears throat> uh, on Saturday, April 10th. Uh, we saw a duel of... Uh, two pitchers, Jacob DeGrom, who's the two-time Selling Award winner, uh, one of the biggest pitchers in baseball, <clears throat> and uh, Tyler Rogers, who is not really a – yeah, who's not really a big deal, kind of not – I mean, I, most people I would say haven't heard of him. But, you know, they both pitched phenomenally. Uh, and it was kind of tough luck for Jacob DeGrom, which seems like it is for him every year. Uh, he, pit, he pitched eight innings, uh, just gave up one run on five hits. Uh, and the one uh, run was a solo home run by Jazz Chisholm, which we'll talk about later. He struck out 14. So, I mean, he was dominant. But uh, the Mets offense, uh, as kind of – it's kind of what we've expected uh, from them over the past few years. They just haven't been able to hit. Uh, they, they had just three hits off uh, Rodgers, who pitched great as well. He only went six, which is still good, but not as much as DeGrom, and struck out 10, allowing only those three hits. So, I mean, those were two great pitching performances. Um, and the game was uh, really decided by just one swing uh, by Jazz Chisholm, which was a fastball. That was It was a good pitch. Uh, he just found a way to get his hands up and uh, drive the ball. Uh, the, the Marlins did score two more runs in the ninth inning off Edwin Diaz. But, I mean, it was really that one swing by Chisholm, which really changed the game. But, I mean, it was uh, two great pitching performances. Uh, the Marlins struck out 15 times, and the uh, Mets 13, so that was a lot of strikeouts. Uh, there was a lot of runners left on base, so it was um, really good if you're a fan of pitching. Uh, so I think this was a great game. So, Cormac, what's your game of the week? So my game of the week is last night's Phillies versus Pod, uh, versus Braves game. What I loved about that game was there were six home runs, things you love to see. I also like the fact that I don't know if I'm allowed to add this to why I liked it, but it was the Sunday night game of the week, which adds a little bit of it. I like when A-Rod can break things down and Matt Vaskersian is the play-by-play -play guy. Um, things we saw in this game, so the six home runs, um, it came down to the wire. We saw early offense and we saw late offense, which I like. Um Pitching wasn't that great, so if you're looking for pitching, obviously you're going to uh, slide toward Luke's um, game. But we all know how it ended. We saw the um, Didi Gregorius pot fly to um, Marcelo Zuna, which he just babied in there at 77 miles an hour. Um, and what appeared to have get, gotten Alex Baum out at the plate, but apparently he didn't. Apparently he scored. We went the replay. The replay was horrible. He didn't even touch the fucking plate. Sorry. Um, but it was just a great game. I, I was who. No matter who you're rooting for, it was a great game. Um, not the ending that was really exciting, but it still happened. Um, fun game. Game of the week, in my opinion. Speaking of bloopers, of umpire mistakes. Now we're going to move into our bloopers of the week. First, we have Luke up. Luke, what's yours? Uh, so mine, uh, we saw Javier Baez, uh, I believe it was today, 
uh, there was a ground ball into the the deep into the hole, and Baez is known as a great defender, and he he is. But right here, he kind of he rushed the throw with a fast runner coming down the line, and I mean, I guess the ball slipped. It's kind of hard to tell, but he just absolutely sailed the ball. He threw it like into the stands, um, like I, I he threw it like over the netting, which is kind of impressive. Just the fact that he was able to do that by accident, but I mean, it was. It was kind of funny to see a guy who's considered a, a great defender uh, just completely sail a throw, which happens to everyone. I know I've done it up to that extent, but I mean, I guess when you're uh, at the highest level, everything is increased. Uh, so it was just kind of an interesting, an interesting play and a kind of a funny throw. What about you, Tris? For me, I have the Ramon Laureano. Uh, he got hit in the nuts. Uh, off a of fastball, you never really see this, but it came inside. He opened up, trying. He was probably trying to think uh, he was gonna hit that ball, but when he opened up, he didn't swing, and the ball hit his nose straight on. And outfielders, I don't think wear cups, so that probably hurt a lot more than it would have for say a third baseman. Um, he just toughed it out though. He just, I don't know how he jogged first base most. Uh, males would just be knocked down to the floor, but I, that was just impressive to me. Uh, Cormac, what did you think about that? I mean, we saw Lance McCullers throw one of those meaty fastballs of him, and it appears like Ramon was going to swing, but then BAM! He just cancels out the swing, and it hits him right in the nuts. He just takes it like a champ. The umpire starts looking over to first base to see if he swung, but he didn't. And then he just takes his gear off like he got hit normally. I mean, he took it like an absolute beast. The man has balls of steel. Maybe he doesn't even have balls. I mean, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Old prediction. All right. All right, let's get into the pitching performances of the week. Luke, Ali, take it. All right, so the first one, it, it's a pretty easy one. Uh, it's Joe Musgrove's no-hitter. Uh, I mean, anytime you throw a no hitter, it's it's a big deal because no hitters are uh, really tough to do. Um, and this was the first one in uh, the Padres' history, so that made it even more impressive. Um, Musgrove was dominant against the Rangers. Uh, he he had a great game. Uh, the only base runner was a hit by pitch, which is just kind of tough. That uh, the only guy who got on base, uh, he kind of hit. Uh, and there was also uh, more history made uh, when Victor Caratini, who was the catcher, uh, he became the first catcher to ever catch back-to-back no hitters. So not he was he he has caught the two the most recent no hitters, the two most recent, uh, and as for two different teams, which is uh, the first time that's ever happened. That's kind of uh, kind of fun. There was multiple things that happened, but it, uh, it was a great game by Musgrove, ten strikeouts, so more than one an inning. Uh, I mean, it's just tough that the only base runner was hit by pitch, but still, that doesn't take away from what uh, Musgrove was able to do. It was it was an incredible game and uh, a great moment for the Padres uh, as they got their first no-hitter ever. All right, Cormac, uh, what was your pitcher of the week? So I just want to start off by saying I picked last, and I got the last choice, but I think mine was better than Shreyas' choice. That's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think I had a better pick. Mine is Lance Lynn's debut, I think. Who knows? Shutout, 
uh, against the Royals in his pitching performance with the White Sox. We saw Lynn throw nine innings, zero runs, f- only five hits, 10, 11 Ks, and no walks. The thing that surprises me about this is that he, g- he gave up no walks, 19 innings. That's just absolutely great. Um, things you love to see. I think that was his second outing. I'm sorry. Um, but he just pitched great. I mean, it was pure dominance from start to finish. Um, 11 strikeouts, no walks, that ratio, things you love to see. Dominance from Lance Lynn. Good to see him in a White Sox uniform where hopefully he's a little in more contention than with the Rangers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my pitching performance of the week was Johnny Cueto, um, April 9th versus the Rockies. Uh, it was eight and two-thirds innings, four hits, one earned run, one walk, seven strikeouts. This kind of was like a vintage uh, Johnny Cueto performance, if you remember him with the Reds. Um, I think we all saw the like triple shimmy on the mound. Uh, it was really impressive to see that. It's just he got taken out early because it was a pretty close game, and there were runners on at the end, so they had to take him out. Uh, but I kind of wish he would have gone a complete game. But other than that, it was a very good start. And uh, we would love to see that. Uh, we'd love to see old pitchers shine just a couple more times. All right, now let's get into Bombs of the Week. Cormac, I'll let you take it first. So number one for me was very easily, I joined late and I'm like, how did you not guys not choose this one? Was Yerman Mercedes 485-foot bomb. I mean, it was just the thing of nature. We know Yerman has just been straight dominant, um, but this bomb was just the cream of the crop. It was the longest home run of the season so far. We see him take it to deep left field. I mean, it was just insane. It was against the Royals, too, so of course it's got to be against the Royals because the Royals suck. So I'm a big White Sox guy, apparently. We saw it was in guaranteed rate. Horrible stadium, by the way. Um, but what, there's what, barely any fans there because they start so bad. Hold on. What's wrong with the Do they play guaranteed rate? <laughs> yeah, they do. What's wrong with the stadium? It's just a bad stadium. It's very dry. It's very like, it's just bland. It, there's nothing really special. There's nothing that pops. Okay, that's fair. I just I mean, I'm wrong. Wait, 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 what, what uh, pops? What pops in Yankee Stadium? What pops in Yankee Stadium? I never said the Yankee Stadium was good, Bozo. Did I? <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to make a good stadium when you when your colors are literally black and white. That's true. Isn't it navy blue? This is boring. Or... It's in it's in it's weird. It's in the not so good part of Chicago. Um, it competes with the Cubs. So, um, boring stadium, not boring home run. Yerman Mercedes, five hundred eighty foot bomb. The Terminator. The Yerminator, baby. All right. <laughs> nice nickname for Cormac. Um, for me, I got Jazz off of Degrom, like Luke mentioned earlier in that in his game of the week, that the Marlins won. This was a game-changing home run, 100 mile fastball up and in. Uh, Degrom always gets people chasing on this. No one ever hits it, but he had a nice quick swing to the ball, sent it flying to the right field uh, second deck, top of it. That was nice, and then. He had like a pretty subtle bat flip, but those I think, in my opinion, are one of the best kinds. 
when it's just like a slight flip, like just the wrist, he doesn't really throw it up. Um, I like that one. Uh, I think it's like DeGrom probably, that never really happens to him because he's probably the best pitcher in the game. I think you guys agree with that as far as we've said on the podcast before. You guys, yeah. Yes, but, sir. Uh, I think that's probably a rarity. I don't expect that to happen anymore to DeGrom. Luke, what was your home run of the week? Yeah, so uh, mine was Mike Trout. Uh, he's best playing baseball, and uh, he showed why earlier. Uh, he launched a 464-foot home run. Sorry, uh, It was a slider at the bottom of the zone. It was a, it was an all right pitch. I think Granky, it was against that Granky all-star pitcher. I think Granky wanted a little bit more outside. He kind of left it right at the bottom which isn't a bad pitch, but Trout hits the low pitch very, very well. Uh, it's something he does very well. So, I mean, I think that it – and then Trout just – he drives it into uh, left center field, uh, which is what he does best. Uh, came off the bat at 113 miles an hour. He just, he absolutely crushed this ball. Uh, he's the best player in baseball, and he, he shows why. He can hit the ball uh, all over the field. He can hit it far, and he can, he can just get base hits, and he – but this was one of his uh, longest home runs that we've seen from him. And it's one of the longest of the year so far. Uh, even though we've seen a lot of really long home runs this year, uh, this was, I think, one of the best. Uh, and also, Shohei Rokani, who was on second base, uh, he kind of waved goodbye to the ball uh, as it was going over his head. So that was kind of uh, kind of fun to see him do that. Uh, it was just a, a great hit by a great player. Yeah, uh, speaking of... Great players. Let's get into hitters of the week. For me, I'll start it off. Byron Buxton. Last seven days, he's been hitting 526. He had three home runs, six RBIs, 10 hits, three doubles, and 47 fantasy points in 7A. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I think it's just if he stays healthy throughout this entire season, I know, I know he's had injuries in the past, but he could be... Uh, one of the best players in baseball if you just look at this sample size um but yeah i think he deserves this award from me cormac who do you have so i have ronald acuna with mine and i'm gonna talk about the whole season because he's only played in nine games we know acuna has always been just dominant and that he can show it but so far in 2021 he's batting 444 Eight runs, eight RBIs, four home runs. I think that's second in the league. He's got 16 hits. His war is already one. Not to mention he has a 130, 1.378 OPS, and his OPS is 267 plus. I mean, OPS plus. I mean, this is just crazy. We saw last night he went deep again. The man's just the hottest player in baseball right now, I think. And I think if the season ended today, he could very well be the NL MVP. Maybe him or Nick Castellanos. Yeah, for sure. Luke, do you, who do you have? Yeah, so I went with another Cincinnati Red, but I went with Tyler Naquin, kind of a guy who kind of disappeared uh, after leaving the Indians, and now he's on the Reds, but he's gotten off to a really hot start. Uh, he's hitting three thirty three, four home runs uh, over the past five games uh, with a three ninety one on base percentage, so he's been absolutely raking in those five games. Um, I really wanted to pick my guy, J.D. Martinez, but he won uh, Player of the Week uh, for MLB, so I didn't pick him. Uh, but 
I mean, he has been absolutely raking four home runs in five games. That's insane. Uh, seven hits, uh, the slugging percentage, 952. It's not possible to keep that up. But, you know, it's just he's having – he had a, an incredible week um, for a guy who kind of disappeared. And so, you know, I really hope that he can bounce back this year and have a, a good year, uh, kind of the year that people expected him to have when he was picked 15th overall. Uh, so, I mean, I think he's he's a guy who's got something to prove. And so far this year, he has gone out and he's proved it uh, by playing really well. Yeah, um, that's pretty much going to wrap up uh, episode two of this MLB 2021 season. Uh, Big Sauce episodes. Um, just uh, make sure you guys check the Instagram page. We have merch now. Um, Luke, Luke got his. I'm about to give Cormac his, so it's pretty cool. I think you guys would like it. Uh, just send me your size, and I'll let you know how much it costs. I'll be back soon. Peace.